1: Download the
0: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per order. Additional terms apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, Well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Coe and Matt Harmon.
2: We'd be remiss in not getting ready here for week number one. I know a lot of folks geared up man they're amped up. i know i am uh, about week one from a fantasy perspective let's talk about some favorite matchup plays here matt uh you want to kick us off man well, give me a matchup play that you either you know again you either love for a player or hate for a player just give me a matchup play that you're keeping an eye on
0: oh man uh you know i am really interested to see <laughs> i'm really interested to see like this sounds disgusting the 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 patriots and uh the, the pa- <laughs> okay the- <laughs> we're, we're off to a strong start, <laughs> a strong start.
2: <laughs> please uh, please tell me what you are looking for in this uh patriots basket attack.
0: <laughs> oh, I, boy. Shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh at oh, it uh, i, I okay. shouldn't laugh at it but uh you know just because there's all this talk right now that juju is like a um his knee's gonna explode yeah explode right? it's
2: gonna blow up you're like golly I mean, can I we use more dramatic I language please jesus i
0: can't i can't remember who it was but i saw somebody say like that's the only explosive thing about the patriots <laughs> offense <laughs> I'm sorry i can't remember who said it but um oh, oh my god. god what the hell was i talking about uh i when when you look at this that receiver core just against a secondary in um Philadelphia that was awesome last year, you know, yep. th- that's interesting. But really what I'm more interested in this matchup is just like, I'm actually more interested in Ramondre Stevenson's role. Um, you okay. know, this guy played a ton, uh, and was super productive when the team was trailing last year. I mean, no kidding. They were trailing almost all the time last year because they, yeah, stunk. Yeah, yeah. I expect them to still be trailing a ton here against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I wonder if just the whole idea that, okay, Zeke Elliott's going to come in here and really threaten Ramondre Stevenson's workload, uh but I, I, I kind of wonder if that's not gonna really be the case in week one because you know, Zeke just recently got to the team. Uh, Stevenson's mm-hmm. been there a while. I, I actually, you know, I could see Stevenson having a big role in week one and actually being one of even if the Patriots offense gets off to a slowish start, you know, the Eagles were still not that great of a run defense at different times last year, right? Remember they oh yeah signed Indomin Sue, they signed Lindval yeah. Joseph. You know, they're hoping Jordan Davis steps up and becomes that guy for them this year. Now those veterans have moved on. Um, But if that's not the case, I think Stevenson could end up having a big game and like quietly being a top five back on the week.
2: Uh, Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, You know, if you're talking about a pass defense and obviously their pass defense, one of the best uh, in the NFL last year, but... But, uh, they were, they were a little bit of a, what we call a funnel defense towards the inside, right? So slot receivers and receivers lined up inside were able to get a little bit of work in. Um, they generally don't move those two outside corners inside. Now they did do it a little bit. Um, I think later in the season, but I I do think if we are talking about Juju and his knee exploding, well, it's not going to explode here in week one. Uh, and actually, I think he's got let's a pretty hope. good matchup. <laughs> yeah, let's hope, man. Let's hope. Uh, got a pretty good matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles uh, secondary. He was a player actually that I did highlight. Um, you know, when I'm taking a look at matchups here, but just, uh, but yeah, Juju in the slot. You know, watch out. I would also say watch out for this kid, Demario Douglas. I, I I've got him again, mm. kind of uh penciled in here uh as a as a guy that I'm watching for DeMario Douglas 5'8 out of Liberty I don't think too many people have seen DeMario Douglas but uh there's been uh some pretty good press clippings in regards to DeMario Douglas um in in recent days uh he ran a 4440 and had a 40 inch vertical, I think 39 and a half, but we'll round up to 40. So he's an explosive short area player. He's got some long speed, but he, again, he's a pretty small guy. Five, eight, 180. Um, I do wonder, this is a team, Matt. They're, they're desperate for team speed, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're desk. They're absolutely desperate for team speed. Uh, Demario Douglas is a player that I'm actually just going to keep an eye on. Again, I'm not playing him. I'm not even stashing him on my bench. I'm just keeping an eye on him. Uh, what, what role does he have, uh, as a rookie, especially early on against Philadelphia, but Philadelphia, again, has given up some production to the inside. Juju Smith Schuster could be a sneaky little play. Uh, again, if you're looking for DFS advice or DFS lineups, and again, if if you got him in redraft too, I think he's a fine flex play is Juju Smith Schuster. Um, can I stay on this whole slot defense train, Matt, and, uh, and talk about a guy that, that you and I both love. By the way, i I think Denver's offense this week against Las Vegas is a pretty sneaky good offense. You know, Las Vegas is in turmoil right now, you know, their their defense first of all, last year stunk up the joint. And right now they've got some they've got some internal turmoil as well with Las yeah. Vegas on the defensive side,
0: yeah. Chandler Jones wants to have a powwow with Antonio Brown and uh, Alden Smith, apparently because of the oh, way things are going. Boy. And yeah, n- not a good sign. Oh boy.
2: Uh, so yeah, no Chandler Jones, obviously, uh, unhappy with, um, with how things are going in Las Vegas. Um, it brings me to Marvin Mims who again, I think will play some inside receiver and obviously some outside receiver too. Uh, but again, if he does line up inside, this guy could absolutely feast. Las Vegas was one of the worst teams against the slot. Uh, last year they gave up the uh, 10.3 yards per attempt. That was second worst in the NFL. The, um, they had the second worst EPA allowed to slot receivers. And of course the second most fantasy points per game allowed to receivers lined up inside as well. If Marvin Mims does anything, I think he could, uh, do it lined up inside and then kind of beat them over the top. I, I'm very interested,
0: uh, in Marvin Mims this week totally like that i mean you got to be pretty desperate to be like a marvin mims you know if you're starting him in a redraft league or something like that but i do think he can get off to a nice start here i think he's going to open the this the the season in two receiver sets with jerry judy banged up and we like marvin mims i mean and it just takes one or two plays for him because he's that vertical guy so uh i like that and yeah i mean the raiders defense dude questions abound questions abound about that unit
2: I would also keep an eye on that running back room. We keep an eye at these all these wide receiver rooms. This this running back room in Denver, I think, is is really interesting. You you know me, Matt. I, I've been a, a Samaje a. Ryan guy for a long time, uh, so it was great to kind of see him kind of finally break out uh, in this late in his career. But uh, had a good season, I think, with Cincinnati last year. Then signed with Denver, and the reason I I point that out, Matt, is because Sean Payton sign the guy. Javante Williams is obviously coming off of an ACL. I just wonder if, if P Ryan gets some work early, um, as they kind of let the young guy in, um, in Javante kind of, again, get ramped up to speed and a little bit healthier going up against the Raiders defense that man, they're just man, they, They just could not stop the run last year. Um, and I wonder if P Ryan actually gets it going, um, especially for a head coach, Matt and Sean Payton, that I tell you what, he's known to be this passing guru guy, but
0: you know, I, I thought the
2: last you know four years in in New Orleans, I, the guy absolutely ran the ball.
0: He's always wanted to have a good foundational run game, and especially a multi multi layered run game uh, where they could throw a lot of different guys at the at the the situation. I think that's interesting. Yep. You know, keep an eye on this Jaleel McLaughlin character, uh, running back for the Denver Broncos, uh, a rookie that that there people are apparently excited about him, you know, and again, people like just talking about throwing guys at the run game. You know, Javante Williams, yeah. I know he got through uh through through training camp and played yep. in the preseason, right? Uh but he's still coming back from a really serious knee injury. Okay. Right. Really serious knee injury. And and he still could be slow to start the season. I am with you that Samaje Pirine should probably be like the passing down back generally. Uh, But also, yeah, I'm not saying like this Jaleel McLaughlin guy, you know, that we need to be picking him up on fantasy teams, but could end up being part of the rotation (laughs) if Sean Payton really likes him. And yeah, they specifically recruited Pirine, one, to have some injury insurance early on in the year against Javante Williams if he was still banged up, but also just because I think Payton likes him and, you know, sort of views him like a Pierre Thomas guy, right? Like a capable passing down player, but also a guy who can be a base back. So, I think P. Ryan does make for like a, you know, a what the heck flex type in week one.
2: Yeah, I don't mind it at all. And again, Las Vegas, their defense right now uh, is a little upended, you know, uh, and they weren't good, dude. They weren't good last year. I mean, they were bad last year. I, what the hell is going to happen with Max Crosby? That guy, that guy needs to go play for a, a team, man, like. He's still a bad guy. He's still a bad boy. Like, let, 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 let Max Crosby cook somewhere, man. He's too good of a player to play on this bad Vegas Raiders defense, man.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, All right. Give me another matchup play that you like here, Matt. Well, I think
0: the Packers receivers, you know, we found out today, uh, both Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs missed practice. Um, So I I think Dobbs is probably a little bit more dangerous in terms of likelihood to miss the game than than, than Christian Watson is. You know, obviously Christian Watson, I think I've got my questions about him from like, is he going to be a 24% 24% target share type of guy or is he going to be a little more boom mm-hmm. bust right like the targets were spread out in the preseason but he was the vertical guy he was getting all the air yards from Jordan Love the Bears cornerback room right now you know Kyler Gordon who they drafted early last year primarily has moved to the slot so I think that that could leave some clear big runways for Christian Watson who you know, gets a Bears defense that still has a ton I mean a ton of questions right was not a good unit last year and even if they're slightly better this year could still be a weaker unit, so I think Christian Watson. I'll call it ready for a big game here in week one.
2: Um, what are your thoughts on Mike Evans? I like that call, by the way. I love that call. Uh, what do you think? What are, what are your thoughts here on Mike Evans taking on the Minnesota Vikings? Um, oh, against outside, I know, I know it's uh, it's like it's like um, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's like a wet paper towel taking on like you know, like a, a cooked pasta or something. I, I don't know, it's like. It's weakness versus weakness here. But Mike Evans taking on a Minnesota secondary that last year was the stone cold worst in the NFL in terms of EPA allowed to outside wide receivers. They gave up the second most fantasy points to outside wide receivers, the most yards per game. Um, uh, Any metric you look at, Minnesota versus outside wide receivers was just god awful. Unfortunately, Mike Evans now has Baker Mayfield throwing him the ball. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on it. Uh, but if you're looking for a splash play here in week one, I think Mike Evans could provide, uh, but I don't know, Matt, what are your thoughts there?
0: <sighs> I mean, I, I, I think this is the only team in the NFL. I like drafted no players from, okay. I, I don't think, I don't think I took a single bucks like <laughs> player all draft season. Yeah. And I love Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but just never, never was the right time. Never was the right time to like take them in a draft. You know, Rashad White's a guy I haven't really taken a lot of either. I, I could God. look like an idiot for that because the team is really ex- hyping him up, I guess. But I know, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. It's just, I just can't get behind this Baker Mayfield lead attack. But yeah, the, the thing with Minnesota is that they obviously let go of Ed Donatel. They bring in Brian Flores. Brian Flores and Ed Donatel could not be running like two more different defenses. Mm-hmm. Last year in Minnesota, they sat back. They were very, very passive. Played a lot of like soft zone coverage, unbelievably soft like zone coverage. This year, Brian Flores like he doesn't do that. He plays like man coverage and tries to heat yep. up quarterbacks. Right. I, I, so there, are, there's probably like a scenario where Mike Evans could get loose against you know a single high defense and and get open down the sideline and and rip one of these you know whether it's Makai um, Blackman or like Byron Murphy who they brought in from Arizona. Right. Maybe maybe he can get loose on one of these guys. (laughs) Also, though, uh, uh, that could take it. Right. It could take a time for this defense to sort of grab hold in Minnesota. But then there's also a scenario where like, yeah, Baker Mayfield against a heat him up, heat up the quarterback type of defense. That makes me a little nervous, too.
2: <laughs> I don't know what to make of it, man. I don't know. All I know is that I think the matchup is pretty good. Uh obviously Byron Murphy's a pretty good player. And you talk about Brian Flores being this aggressive dude. By- Byron Murphy perfect for that, right? Um going to be great, but I mean, you want to press up against Mike Evans. I at some point, just, just lay it up there. You know, I mean, yeah. we're talking about Mike Evans, great contested catch dude, Byron Murphy, who I think is, is a good player too, but still at the end of the day, come on, dude, he's sub six feet, you know, five 11, I, I think Mike, Mike Evans can go up and get it. Um, so yeah, he could absolutely get burned and, and you bring up such a good point, you know, they're transitioning their defense. I just don't think they're there yet.
0: No. Yeah. It's um, going to be a long, that's a, it's yeah. just such a dramatic transition from yep. one from that la- defense last year to this year and obviously they don't have patrick peterson they they don't some of their young guys at um questio Dofamensa their gm has drafted is like you know they're not even projected to be full-time starters for this team yet which is a little troubling but yeah it's a big transition and it could take some time to really take hold that's for sure
2: uh so yeah it's a it's high risk high reward play i think for mike evans Uh, against this minnesota vikings defense all right give me one more uh
0: matchup play that you're looking at man dude start all your washington receivers this week okay uh arizona's coming to town they're heavy favorites i like even brian robinson in the backfield because they should be in positive game scripts but the cornerbacks slated to start for the uh arizona cardinals jalen thompson antonio hamilton marco wilson uh Shall we talk about the receivers Washington likely is going to have, you know, uh, <laughs> even Terry McLaurin, dude, even Terry yeah. McLaurin. Like I would play him even though he's coming in banged up if he starts like I think you got to look at him as a pretty decent spot. I mean, Jahan Dotson could be a top 20 receiver this week. For sure. Such a good player. We've talked about him and and the, the I think he's got good chemistry with Sam Howell, too. Even Curtis Samuel, man. I mean, people forget about Curtis Samuel, but like he's going to be mm-hmm. running, you know, wide open uh, against the slot corner for this team. I, you know, a guy that can beat man coverage can beat zone coverage is going to be open like underneath the coverage because of the routes that he runs. Even Curtis Samuel could be, have a nice week one, man. So yeah, any Washington receiver you've got, I, I like this week.
2: I mean, could you just say any Washington player? Uh, I mean, you talk about the running backs. I like both running backs in this situation. You know, Arizona was one of the worst teams against the run last year. Um, Actually, surprisingly decent against the pass only because people were, weren't really motivated to throw the ball on Arizona. You know what I mean? Um, they were the worst team in the NFL against tight ends. If you want a sleeper pick there, uh, you you, can, you throw your Washington tight end out there um, if you want. Uh, and then against, what? Do you, I mean, again, you talk about these receivers and the running back. Uh, why not Sam Howell? Throw Dude, Sam yeah. Howell out there in DFS. I kind of like that play, to be honest with
0: you. Superflex guy for sure. You know, I I liked him a lot as a QB two pick in Superflex. You know, he runs a little bit, and these weapons are just so good. You know, Logan Thomas. We'll see if he's ready to rock at tight end. You know, Cole Turner. They've talked about a little bit, but yeah, just the three receiver sets are going to be so good with these guys, especially if Terry's out there in Week One. I mean, I I think Sam Howell will get a nice debut uh, there for, as the starter for Washington, and I mean, just the good vibes all around, man. You know, yep. Washington new ownership. 1 p.m. game on Fox, welcoming in what might be the, I mean, just the most no-name defense in the NFL in Arizona. Uh, no defense <laughs> there from defense they're familiar with too. Like they know what John Gannon's all about. They've seen him. Uh, they've seen sure. him with Philadelphia the last couple of yeah. years. So could be off to could be get off to a pretty nice start here for Washington in Week One.
2: Oh, and you know, Eric Bieniemy would love to put up a big number here uh, in Week totally. Number One as well. Twenty
1: Four Hundred Sports is an Odyssey Company.